Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I Disagree podcast. I'm Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shustick. Hello. Hello. Steve, how you doing? I'm chilling. How are you doing? I'm chilling, dude. I'm extra happy today because we have a guest, our dear friend, been on the pod before. You know him. You'll love him. Dustin Nickerson, everybody. Hello, Dustin. Hello. This is uh, this is very nice. I uh, I to to get on a to start on a sentimental note. Uh, I miss seeing you guys around comedy clubs, uh, and I got a little a little sad actually when this started. I was remembering uh, back when we had lives. And yes. we did the thing that we loved, and we didn't have to act like this weird dystopia was satisfying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what's the best thing about that? Back then, we were miserable. So miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that is true. We were all miserable then. We're miserable yeah. now. But now we realize that we should have been grateful for that level of misery. That little <laughs> yeah. minuscule amount of, like, the old club used to be better. You oh. know, like, that's... <laughs> That that was it. That was those are old our own problems, and now it's like, I like I didn't know I had to be grateful to perform indoors. Like I didn't know <laughs> that was something that needed to be on my gratitude list. Yes. Oh, well, after, just, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say after a summer of touring people's backyards, I never knew <laughs> I wanted to be grateful for central heating and a ceiling. Yes. Yeah. The pandemic teaches us all weird things. I feel like. <laughs> Despite all of that bullshit, though, Dustin has been thriving, everybody. Dustin just released a special on Amazon. And can you remind me of the other name? Uh, yeah, if you, don't, if you don't want to give Bezos any of your money, you can go watch it on a website called Gumroad, too. Like chewing gum, G-U-M road, Gumroad. Very cool. And apparently Gumroad, I don't want to shit talk Amazon, but I think in general, it's a little bit uh, better for artists, if I can oh, say yeah. that. I mean, what isn't better for artists than Amazon? <laughs> I know, you know. Anything that touches Amazon dies. It's just like... I, I feel like, not to get too ahead here, but Amazon is one of those things that like, you can, you can like, you can crap on Amazon and nobody will care. Like, they're like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like... I, I, I was talking to a friend I was working with um, uh, this weekend with a, a comedian from who's based in Tennessee, and he was talking about Newsome, and he's like, you guys all love him out here. I was like, I don't think so anymore. I think I think Newsome has reached Amazon territory where you can pretty much find any stranger and start making fun of him, and they might not like fully agree with you, but they're not going to argue against you. The, the difference is if, if Amazon disappeared tomorrow, people would actually miss it. But if Newsom yeah. disappeared, it'd be like, thank fucking God. Yeah, yeah. yeah my kids can go back to school now, yeah. uh, just like his are in school. I guess the wait staff at the French Laundry would be pissed. But, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's like, motherfucker, if you're leading a response to a pandemic that is, yeah. while I agree with the stay-at-home orders in general, effectively killing so many people's chances of like any sort of prosperity in their household you better have a full-time staff member that's just chronically following you around evaluating your every move so you don't look like you're coming off as a fucking hypocrite douchebag yeah and it's a fancy ass restaurant like he couldn't be more out of touch with people through that that was you yeah. know, the, the worst part, the, the other guests at that dinner were like lobbyists All from the, lobbyists medical, from, the, from the yeah. medical association. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I, I yeah. love it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, at a certain point, you're just like, 
I mean, this is what we get. Like, this is what we a, a get for electing a guy named Gavin. Never met a Gavin I liked. Uh, the guy looks like a stinking like like uh, Cobra Kai instructor. You know, no, oh, <laughs> not Cobra Kai. You know he was his number one fan. He is really <laughs> handsome. Part, That's what I'm saying. We're like, no, we did like you're right. He looks like the bad guy in totally. Karate Kid Three. We just look. That's what we did. We looked at him as like that guy is good looking. And he, he's our guy. Oh, man, look at him. He surfs probably. Oh, I love him. Just totally <laughs> neglecting his absolute incompetence. And uh, But, like, I, to me, it's that. And also, like, it's the, the French laundry thing is one thing. And then the addition to that is the schools. I'm like, your kids are in school. Don't put your kids in private school. If you have California citizens who already can't work, because you won't let them work. And by the way, for me, a small business owner, we're really getting into it here right out of the gate. Um, yes. yes, I love like it. You're, you're, you're telling me I can't operate my business, but you're requiring me to renew my business license. So I have to pay you to be a business that doesn't get to operate, you know, mm -hmm. and I can't put my kids in school because I can't afford private school. And I, maybe I would be able to afford private school if you would let me work. <laughs> like, it's but, just this like stripped down of just like, just, just like, it's total just punch, punch, punch. You're like, can, so if it can, does COVID not spread in private school? Is that, is it like the, you can't get COVID, <laughs> you can't get COVID before 10 PM or you can't get it if you're sitting down? Is that the rules of COVID? <laughs> Tricky, it doesn't feed on the poor. Is it, it's classist, COVID is classist. <laughs> I mean, I, one could make the argument. I spend every morning. I spend three and a half hours supervising my, you know, my six-year-old in Zoom school. As we just kind of, we have to be there. She's the first grade. She can't be on an iPad by herself. And then we, uh, and then we walk them through their homework for their next three hours after that. So you know, it's it's a near and dear to me. Zoom well, school does sound like the funnest kind of school for a first grader, though. I do have uh, to say that. No, because first grade's Zoom still school. fun. Like going to school at first grade, but the yes. name sounds fun. That's yeah. literally all I mean. Is the yeah, name. yeah. Well, no, no. It yeah, it does sound fun. I mean, if you ignore like how like all the kids are like failing, and there's a huge decline in the education <laughs> of our children, and there's massive spiking rates of depression and anxiety amongst teenagers, Zoom school's a blast. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Uh, well, you still get you still get to pay taxes at least. Right? At least that, yeah, I get to pay taxes, but I can't go to my library or my parks school. or my schools, which are what my taxes do. Right. You know? But right. good news: schools close, strip clubs open, so that's nice. Yes. Also, if I may just say, I and I won't get too into this, but churches are open with outside, you know, rules and everything, and right. many of the churches are tax-exempt, so just going to throw that sure, word No, out. you're not going to find me. I, uh, I I look for any excuse I can to skip church. I, <laughs> have not, I have not one time been outspoken. We do, like, Zoom church, and uh, we've been late every week, every week. It's in our that living room. <laughs> that immediately sounds like the complete opposite of Zoom school. Zoom. Just not... <laughs> Not fun at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I'm in general. I'm like, do what it takes to stop this thing. I don't believe it is a hoax by any stretch of the imagination. It's the arbitrary nature of yep. it. It's the Pretty we shut down the La Jolla Comedy Store while there was a strip club, like a mile away. Like we did. Uh, I as a matter of fact, uh, there was the La Jolla Comedy uh, Store got shut down, and then the next day across the street, I like emceed a burlesque show. Uh, like, which was okay because it happened 
at like a performing arts school, which was allowed to be open. It's just all, it's like Lord of the Flies. Like we're just like making this up as we go, you know? <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah. So, so you've been performing this whole time though. You, I you mean, on and off, like I've, I've, uh, I think I do in a month what I used to do in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you but you've been on the road? A little bit. Yeah. Like in, not a ton, but yeah, there has been, I've done some traveling and, and done some stuff, but that's the thing. I mean, state by state is so different. Like there are places I I did it mostly all the stuff during this time was like 80, 90%. I, it was a little backyard tour that I put together, which I was really happy with. They were fun mm-hmm. and safe and I was into it. And there were a couple clubs that I did like that. I was like, Oh wow. You get the like, hilarities in Cleveland and comedy works in Denver. I was like, you guys are doing a great job. Oh, nice. And then, uh, and then there were a couple that I did that I won't say that I walked in. I was like, ooh, I'm not going to post a video of this. <laughs> what really? do you do at that point? You just uh, Well, I did the show because sure. I, I don't see how me canceling necessarily helps things. Uh, right. They're already there. It's they're like already, not, they're already there, not yeah. eating a chicken that's already dead in front of your exactly. face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I would not do it again, you know. Um, uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, it puts you in a weird spot. That's for sure. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I've, I've, I've said this like a bunch on this. Is like I don't really judge anyone for any decision they're making right now, but particularly when it comes to their livelihood, you know, because like you're just like I mean, everyone's doing what they can to survive right now. It's yeah. Like, same with the comedy clubs. I'm, I'm like, I know that they shouldn't be packed in there that tight. I know that in that scenario. But I'm also like, oh, you got to. Um, you got to staff four extra waitresses for this, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's their rents getting paid. Like it's not, it's very easy to vilify that just like it's very easy to vilify uh, people gathering in their homes over the holidays. Uh, And I understand that. And there are some times that you get to be like, Hey, that's cool. But like when you get a text from like, you know, a parent who lives by themselves and it just says, I don't want to be alone for Christmas. Like, that's not an evil person. Mm, you know? yeah. <laughs> that's a person who's saying, I'd rather risk it uh, than be alone for Christmas. So well, I don't judge yeah. anyone for what they're doing all, right now. All the people- Go ahead. Well, I say all the people that are being the most judgmental about that, like in the media, like, oh, people are out there. They're killing grandma by going out. These are all people with like cushy upper middle class or better work from home jobs. I request that. Fuck you. Yeah, no, but I, there's equal amount of uh, ignorance and spite and hate from the people who, who are saying the masks don't work and they're just trying to control you. It like as soon as this got politicized, Zoltan, our friend, has that great bit. Right where he just talked about like there was like a month or two when we were all behind and we were all together. And mm-hmm. then what's his line? Like, and then we found out that COVID was a Democrat and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Trump wouldn't uh, wear a mask and Pence is walking through hospitals, not wearing masks. So the mask yep. itself became a thing. So as someone who has spent a, a decent amount traveling during this time, I will say there is equal amount of ignorance and hate on both extremes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I definitely agree with a lack of consistency criticism because it's so, I mean, talk about losing faith in a leader. That is like hands down the number one thing you can do to just completely lose your base. And I think, you know, yeah, you talk about the school thing. Like, I don't have kids, but I can fucking imagine that not being able to bring them to school 
in this time where you're already like fucked i mean sorry <laughs> that's dramatic but you're yeah. kind of fucked financially because we all sure. are absolutely we are yeah that's not yeah, exaggeration whole... <laughs> or dramatic at all <laughs> yes yes your whole livelihood like yeah. came from live shows you know among like other projects that you do but so much from live shows and so then you see this stuff and it's like come on dude the least you could do and then like the private school thing infuriates me as well it's very reminiscent of like when Obama, you know, when Obama went to Flint and was like, hey, Flint, and they poured him a glass. He was like, give me a gla- give me a glass of water. And they pour him a glass of water. Do you remember that? Yes, and, and like, like to prove that he would like drink Flint's water. I feel like at this point, like Newsom sending his kids to regular school would feel so condescending because we know yeah. his like true colors, which is that right. he is like a wealthy politician that eats at french laundry and sends his kids to private school and then he sits here and he tries to take you know put all these restrictions on everybody where it's like personally i agree with the restrictions i just wish they were stricter so in the beginning everyone could have just done them and we could be where europe is at right now where europe's getting smashed what are you talking about steve there are some european countries yes you're right europe is a ridiculous thing for me to say as like one fucking like (laughs) Germany is doing well. That entails in it more. Germany things. is doing well. <laughs> but, yes, but there are, there are countries in Europe that are doing so well right now that they're actually talking about lifting their restrictions for Christmas, which is like insane because that's yeah. accounting for more people gathering. And, and they don't even believe that, in Jesus out there, so they don't need Christmas. That's America. That's, we're the Christmas country. This is. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's so joke. true. That's know. so true. No, it was bald eagle and Christmas, and yeah, just Come by on. the skin of the teeth, bald eagle won out. But you're right. Bald eagle playing the drum at baby Jesus's birth <laughs> over Butte, Montana, or wherever yeah. Jesus was born. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. It's the it's the consistency. I to me, it's always been like, listen, like you can't. It's the picking and choosing. So when you don't get picked. You're just like, no, no, the, the schools, uh, the, 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 I think the strongest arguments against the school and I like I'm for safety. So whatever it is, but you can't you can't have casinos open and schools closed. But well, it should be the other way around based on the well, and that's And that's what England has done. They're like, no, if nothing else, schools will remain open. Like this is the thing. Like there's a way to do this. And I'm not trying to put teachers at risk, but if there is a way to, I mean, we were doing indoor dining two weeks ago. Like if we yeah. had indoor dining back open again, then there has to be a way to figure this out. And because it's not just the education piece, because um, as you both know, like our our social services to families are tied to our public school system. This mm-hmm. is how you get extended care for working parents. This is how kids get free and reduced lunch rates, uh, you know, before school and during school. Like this is actually feeding children in a lot of these scenarios. And this is the child care that allows parents to go to work. So it's it's not just like kids aren't, you know, like, oh, they got to do Internet on school. It's actually removing and stripping, not to mention things like extracurricular activities, like, you know, obviously sports and theater and all that kind of stuff. Like it's all gone. And so you didn't really just it's not that you just you strip away kids going to school it's that you strip away a kid's structure for their whole life you know they're not seeing their friends you know and the last thing that we all wanted kids to have and i have a 13 an 11 year old a seven year old or six year old the last thing we're like you know what they should do is be on the computer more (laughs) Mm -hmm. so there's just 
it's it to me it's it's I'm with you Jordan like I'm for whatever it takes but I don't like the picking and choosing you know no. like there's no way that you can have public school closed and private school open like that to, that is blatant classism right 100 well, percent. that is sorry Steve go ahead well it 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 just shows how they don't actually take this shit seriously yes Be, because all the science like everything i've read anyway i'm not an expert everything i've read shows that schools especially like elementary school and like young kids they're not super spreaders it's way more dangerous to have a restaurant or, or something like what, that open than a school especially with alcohol and when you get people that are just starting to act like like yeah. fucking gas lamp have you been to downtown san diego lately and yeah, seen absolutely. it absolutely it's wild it's a fucking party yeah. it's still yeah. it's still just a huge fucking party it's just in the streets yeah. now but kindergarten that's dangerous right, right right i saw the exact same chick stumbling down the road holding her heels in her hands drooling all over her face yeah. on market than i did like before the pandemic and started let's go tell jokes to that drunk girl like exactly. good old the good old days let uh -huh. me deal with that drunk girl heckling from the back yeah. As she and makes out with her boyfriend real sloppily. It's not yes. even. And then by the time the check drops, she's passed out on her shoulder. Let us yes. have that, Jordan. Let's I have the good old days. I value her judgment and will internalize her feedback all the same. It's something we need. Oh, let us dance for these drunks like we used to. Yes. God. Throw us our peanuts. Oh my God! Yeah, sorry. Steve, I, 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 yeah, it's. It, it, I, I, I agree. And the teachers are the concern. Like it is, and and then also, obviously, kids can bring it home and stuff. And so, I'm not saying open up the schools. I'm saying like, don't pick and choose like this. Don't, especially when it's very blatantly like, uh, you know, against. If you don't, you know, if you're well to do, then you're fine. Like we have kids that are fully, fully in. Uh, you know, private school. And it's like we could have found a way. It's kind of like. Like, uh, you know, we've been talking this whole time, like we all knew winter was going to be really bad, right? Yeah. And California did nothing. California yep. was like, hey, let's let's turn some of these empty hotels into a hospital. Let's do that. They didn't do anything. And it was the same thing with schools. Like, hey, we knew this was going to be bad. We could have, there's a way, can we do this? Can we put plexiglass before the desk? Can we create smaller classrooms? Can we do it so there's a rotation of kids coming in? There's only 10 kids each day or something like that. There is a way to do it. Yeah. If you know, uh, if like I said, if we figured out indoor dining, then well, that's the that's the thing though. It's it's not that they haven't figured out how to do it. It's that the teachers unions don't want them to do it. Yeah, the teacher union does have a lot of power too. But I don't. I there's the union and there's the individual teachers because I don't. I yeah, know that it's teachers, a difference. Teachers don't like this. If they right. don't want to necessarily go back to school and put themselves and the loved ones at risk either. But this is harder for teachers too. You know, mm -hmm. so. I won't like the teachers aren't the villains here. Only the politicians are the villains. They always are. <laughs> right. Right. Or it's also just like I feel first off, the existence of unions, I mean, when they're not basically just mob run, which unfortunately is like a lot yeah, of unions. A lot of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like if a union exists to actually protect a labor force for being overworked or for working in unsafe conditions, mm -hmm. that should apply ideally to like everybody that exists in the workforce, but it, it doesn't really, you know? And right. so you, you get people that are, I think it is like so much of it is unfair and that's why there is zero cohesion. I mm. think outside of just the two party politics, like you said, COVID gets labeled a Democrat and then like all hell breaks loose. Yeah. But, but, Do you think yeah. that union should endorse political candidates? 
I don't um, think public sector unions should. Like education. Right. And yeah. police. And police, yeah. I mean, I feel very uncomfortable when police do it, but then when teachers do it or like mm-hmm. labor like labor unions, labor unions, you know, I yeah. I I tend to appreciate that endorsement. So yeah. why? Well, how do you not see the 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 dip? Like, what's what's the difference? Why is it why is it unacceptable for police unions, but okay for teachers unions? Because, they operate under the same principles. Yeah, but police in general, just like by the nature of their position, are like power holding positions, right? And so like, are teachers. Well, no, no, I'm talking like labor unions, like AFS me. And they you know. both should have guns. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Finally, we agree on something. Yeah, I feel like on the Zoom uh, pod here, I do need to uh, every once in a while be like, "That was a joke," <laughs> just in case you know we don't have the in person. Uh, yeah, no, so, I feel like Steve and I troll enough on this podcast for people okay. to, to know that. Yeah, yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> yes, you guys got it. But, I, but I, yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, I think, I think, like, ultimately. People should feel safe in their place of work. They should not feel like they're being coerced to do something that is not safe. Mm-hmm. On that, you know, 100%. like, right. So if if they want to bring schools back and they can do it safely, I agree. For schools to not be able to be open, but casinos, indoor dining, all of these other things to be open, it just, that part does not make sense. It's almost like they're exerting control over the sectors that actually don't have, I don't know, the, I, yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't know how the fuck they're making those decisions exactly but whatever it is people don't have a good perception of their leaders being consistent and because of that it's like well fuck all of this even if you believe in the pandemic or not you know people are just upset so yeah there's an argument to be made that that um that french laundry meal like is blood on his hands oh yeah because it encouraged it led people to be more reckless you know, yeah. like people are like, well, like when you like you said, when you don't have trust in your leader now, that's why you have, where you have Riverside and Orange County sheriffs being like, no, we're not going to do this. I've used the comparison that it, it feels a little bit like the second lockdown feels a little bit like like when your mom would ground you. But now your dad has to enforce it uh, and they're not like his board with it. You know, they're like, yeah, we just kind of have to go along with whatever your mom like. There's not as much <laughs> behind it anymore, you know, right. uh, and that's why you have some of them who are just like, no, we're not going to do it. And it a lot of it is based on him, his his character. Like you said, this this hypocrisy and people going to Maui and them sending a group of people down to Disney World to do research to see how we could open Disney. Like you like you guys stop this or um what was the the one the was it? She was in Orange County who voted against the outdoor dining and then went and had an outdoor meal. <laughs> oh my god! There was some. It was some mayor or councilman from some city was on a Zoom call from vacation. The, uh, the, the mayor of Austin was that it? Austin. Austin. Oh, yeah. He Jesus. told him to stay home while he was in Cabo, Jordan. Cabo. At the oh beach on God. Cabo, sipping margaritas, talking First, shit on a Zoom call. First off, that is so not an Austin destination. You call yourself a hipster and you go to Cabo? Please. You, need, you better be going to a city with a population of under 3,000. Yeah. Otherwise, you should be revoked uh, your Austin citizenship. But I feel like that's, yeah, Jordan, that's. 
Yes. Jordan, you, you have like hope in people uh, more so than I do. Um, and you believe in uh, politicians uh, more so than I do. Uh, what percentage, I know this is a very hard question to ask, but I want you to tell me, uh, of like, of the of all the elected officials that we have, what percentage of them do you think uh, genuinely are driven by a, like a care for the public? Like, yeah, like, like they Bernie. care- like, like the exact, and they've been consistent in that way that their, their care is not to have a job. Their care is not to get like, like their heart bleeds and are driven for like a service of the people. Yeah. I think like 15%. Yeah. 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 So I see. I mean, you can see it. It's like, even if people get into it, I think this is what happens. I think it starts out maybe with let's talk about like the freshman class, you know, if they like first just got elected into a position. If AOCs. You took, sure. If you took yeah. this poll then as freshmen, mm. I would say 50%. Yeah. But then as soon as they see what they're up against and how mm. strong the hold is of the two party system. And it's so like, at that point you just have to make a decision kind of, well, do I want to be in politics or not? And if you want to be in politics, you have to jump on to one of those trains. And if you want to jump off, good fucking luck. You're probably not going to make yeah. it unless what you're some if- freak like Bernie that's been able to be an independent. I mean, he comes from Vermont where his like <laughs> his peanut gallery is quite literally the size of a peanut gallery. So, so it's like <laughs> it's, much, it's much easier for someone like him yeah. to be that way. I, I, I don't agree. think. Yeah, there's no way you can see the game and then look at what's in front of you and not be like fuck mm-hmm. well all right yeah. there goes all my ideals i guess right what did what did batman say about that you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain i think that's absolutely true like you just i i agree with you i think you see it like you can take i think i think what it's happening right now is that you see it in an aoc and crenshaw who are two polar opposites mm-hmm. but both got a lot of heat right now you know, uh, one's on going on Rogan, uh, the other's on the cover of Vanity Fair. You know, mm-hmm. they both got a lot of heat and they just like hate tweet each other all day. And <laughs> like, I'm like, is this is this the job? Is this what you guys Because <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh-huh. Like, nah, that's not what you're supposed to do. But they they kind of double down on their identity and who they are and their base. And they're like. I'm the cool eye patch veteran guy, you know, and I'm the progressive. And and you you're right. You just you kind of I, it's what happens. Like that's how you go from being Beto, who had like all the hope in the world and everybody loved him, and then uh, for some reason he's speaking Spanish during the debates. <laughs> I fucking hated that. It's like I the hated- most, it was like the most cringe pandering thing you've ever seen, right? Oh God! <laughs> it's the thing he's like, well, I have to appeal even more to you know, I'm I'm left, so I have to go here and and come across in this certain way. So I think that's well said, Jordan. Everybody starts with a lot of hope. They're like road comics who like your first couple <laughs> time going on the road. You're like, this is awesome, and then like you know, you meet the 20, 30 year vet who's done the loony bin in Tulsa. You know six times uh, a year for the last 20 years and he uh he hates himself yes <laughs> oh my but he, God. Wants to, he wants to keep a job i know i wish i could name names right now and i know you fucking have those names in your head too yes yes uh all right well guess what sorry 
Simon. No, 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 no. That was that was the best. Um, however, we're gonna get into our our first segment, everybody. The warm up. All right, everybody. Our first segment is the warm up. This is the segment where five dollar patrons and above get to suggest topics for us to warm up, argue about. Uh, Steve always says riff raff. I was gonna say it, and then I was like, I can't just steal steve's words like that that's how principled i am i will sink this ship and i will derail the flow just yeah, you can have not, it. just to not jack your word um if you would like to be a patron you can go to patreon.com slash i disagree podcast you get a bunch of perks we got t-shirts we got meet and greets we got early episodes all the stuff today uh we have a fun warm-up topic from our patron roberta and i think this is a very interesting topic she raises roberta says is it possible that services like ancestry dna and 23andme go too far with the information they reveal what do you think what what do you mean go too far well basically it uncovers too much is what she was saying in her post so like she gave an example of someone that was searching through their family history and then she was able to see a cause of death that was different than what the family, you know, had like even thought. Mm. So there, there's like so much information more and more increasingly. So as uh, these profiles get built, these like biological profiles. Well, right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think. I don't think any white person in the United States should ever do one of those ancestry tests. Do you really want to find out? Yeah. Do you really want to know? <laughs> Steve, only a Georgian would say that. Not everyone's from say, there. I was going to say, my family came here like in the mid 1900s. They're fine. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, they went from. Uh, Where did they, they went come from, from? They went from the Norway to North Dakota. We got a pretty clean slate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we go I'm back Irish. to the Viking stuff, pretty bad. That's, but, awesome. uh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. My people came over here starving, potatoless. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the my history. I think. Yeah, are you Irish and Jewish? Is that is that your breakdown there? Yep. Nice. I'm Irish. Yeah, Irish oh, and Jewish. Continue to be so rad. No yeah. offense, Steve. <laughs> Jordan never Jordan's had a delicious Jordan's meal. My number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Irish. The what Irish Steve's Jews? do they just like? It just goes to like a website that they're like. Dude, you don't want to know. Don't click. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> Do you don't want to. Don't. Like, you well, can. I th- I don't look okay. anything past your dad, Steve. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. I think I'm okay because I'm Jewish, but my mom's adopted. And I don't know where that comes oh. from. So what if. That's hey, a perfect, we don't know. That's we don't a know. point in this discussion, right? So, like, as your mom, for example, as a person that doesn't have a lot of information about her history, do you think that that potentially would be painful to her to learn about that stuff? And what is this company that any old schmuck can pay 40 bucks to to get this all this information uploaded yeah. into their database and then like divulge it to other people in ways that could like unleash a lot of I mean, like, is it a breach of privacy at, like by its nature, sort of? Wait, what does it tell you? Just your your DNA, or does it tell you your actual lineage? There's I, the idea is that you get as much info about the like every individual that exists in your you know biological profile, basically. So like they'll go and so f- they'll go so far as to say like you're you know related to the ruler of blah 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 yeah. or whatever. Although I did just see a great tweet that was like, 
was, it was something about like white people's ancestry DNA. You're related to the Duke of Ellington that once reigned the land and loved to pet sheep and kiss babies and like all these details. And then it's like my ancestor DNA, broad Southeast Asian profile. <laughs> and that's like it. So I love that they like get into their hobbies. They're like, he liked to juggle. He was a juggler, uh, not professionally, just as a hobby. He just took it up. He would go out, he'd get the apples and he, you know, like it's like it does get to a point where. Let me, I, I guess my, I'm not the personality, are either of you the personality that are A, interested to know that or and, and or B, knowing that would affect your life in any way whatsoever? No mm. and no. Great questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's leading I, uh, this podcast right now? Who? <laughs> I know. I was, literally, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, we need to have Dustin oh, on full yeah. time. <laughs> this is the most directed conversation we well, had. I just haven't, uh, haven't seen you guys in a while. So I, I missed you. I mean, I barely know Steve, but Jordan and I are close. Yes. <laughs> no, it's the, it's, <laughs> well, what, it's do, what do you think, Dustin? I, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. In any, in any way, it matters to me in no way whatsoever. I think we probably share that in common. I don't, uh, you know, I think the people that were in your life affect your life a lot, you know, and that's like why you are who you are. Uh, you know, because low key, I don't really believe in free will, which I think we discussed last time I was on. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's such a hilarious thing to follow up. Low key, <laughs> low, key. low key, low key. I fundamentally don't believe. In I don't know. We're just a product of our environments and our affections, and who controls yeah. their affections and the circumstances around them. Nobody whatsoever. Uh, but uh, I don't. Who might? Anybody who wasn't in my life doesn't affect my life in any, you know, and it, you know, I don't, uh, it doesn't do anything for me. I say, it seems like a lot of, like, if you have a, if you have like a mystery of your family and you're like Wolverine trying to put the pieces back together of your life, that's one thing. Uh, but if you're just it, a lot, to me, it just sounds like a lot of bored people who are just like, I guess I'll look into this. And, but I, I it seems like you guys agree with me, at least on that it wouldn't affect you. I do want to get it done for my dog. <laughs> hilarious i'm very curious about her ancestry i can give a shit about my own oh my god i love that, that it, okay. it's not something i'd want to pay money for like i guess i'd be interested if you just collected all the information and just handed it to me be like yeah Here. i'd read it and be like oh yeah cool. if my somebody sent me that thing. somebody sent me that text i would read it but if it's a right. pdf i wouldn't open it <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I can't, as far as the dog DNA test go, I can't think of a more, like, demoralizing history to look at. Just just a dog starting wild and free, and then as its family tree goes yes. on, just, just losing more and yeah. more. More and more <laughs> treats and comfort, yes. Yeah. Okay. Used to be used to be a wolf. Used to, yeah. be, used to yeah. run in packs, and then yeah. got domesticated to help you dumb human creatures. They couldn't yeah. find enough love for each other that you had to take in someone from the animal kingdom. Yeah. Oh, and also now your your tail's real short for some reason. G good luck finding any pleasure in solitude. It's like... <laughs> yeah. We wanted you guys to look different, so we started breeding you with other versions. We wanted you to be smaller so you could fit in our apartments better down the road. Why yeah, and then... Sorry, bulldogs. We thought it was adorable that you couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's on gotcha. humans or God. That's on one or the other. Uh. <laughs> At least we got all the bugs worked out on dogs, though. Like we we bred them to like us. Like we're still figuring out cats. You know, like See, why are you advocating eugenics? Is that where this is going? 
Oh my. Eugenics. Oh, wow. I don't even know what that means. Oh, it's just like like designer babies or like <laughs> like oh, basically okay. eradicating genes in humans. Yeah, um, the, the, the founder of Planned Parenthood was really into it. Oh, all right. Let, okay. That's let's, a fact. Let's, that's let's a fact. Fucking, Margaret Sanger, Google it. Let's uh, let's jump on that. Google it. That's that's the most. That's the that's the that's yeah. the those are the words of a person that has not done their research. Don't judge, any, don't judge any organization by how they started. They all start off bad, you know. Yeah. They all like uh like they like it, that was the thing that came out about SeaWorld. and I'm like, yo, anything that had animals early on was real bad, real bad. Oh, yeah. when, when I grew up, it wasn't even that long ago. So I grew up um uh in the Seattle area. At the Tacoma Mall, there was a gorilla in like a glass in, uh, you know, in encasement at the mall. What next to Foot Locker? Yeah, just at the mall. <laughs> they just had a gorilla, and this was in the nineties. Like this wasn't that long ago. They're like, yeah, we'll just we got the gorilla at the mall. <laughs> Wait, how? How? Okay, how is it? How is it contained? First off. It was a trapped in the cage, cage, man. It's <laughs> like, or in its glass or whatever. Like, we would go see it. I forget the gorilla's name, which adds even less dignity to this poor creature. Like, yeah, you, like you said, you're like, hey, man, I'm going to do some Christmas shopping. Go see Santa. Go see the gorilla. Go see. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I Yeah, it's it's things have, like, changed, like, so fast. So anytime you, like, you judge uh Ivan the gorilla. That's right. I looked it up real quick. Ivan the Tacoma gorilla who changed the world. This is at the B&I Mall. Sad. How yeah. sad is the world it says? No offense. Well, maybe, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how it is. Uh, yeah, really, really bad. They just kept him in the mall. Jesus Christ. That is fucking. That's mean to keep a child at the mall for too long. Oh, yeah. I can't even. Ah, wow. Yeah, that is. Uh... <laughs> God. Anyway, so don't judge an organization by its roots, right, Steve? Yes. yes. Sure. I to answer your questions, Dustin. I actually was going. I was about to send off the DNA test, and uh, you would ask like, "How willing are you, uh, or how inclined are you to even participate in such a thing in the first place?" I was thinking it would be cool. I have some like weird family secret shit on my dad's side of the family. My grandpa actually wrote a whole book about it, and this is horrible. I haven't read it, and I was. <laughs> And I was one of the old, when he handed it to me, he's now dead. When he handed it to me, he was like, Jordan, I've only shared this with like two people and I still haven't read it. <laughs> this is what you're like, if it was good, you would have given it to more people. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if you were really proud of this work, you would have tried to get it published, Grant. Yes. like, get around to this, but. Yes. You know. This is what procrastination becomes yeah. pathological when I deny my deceased yeah. grandfather the, uh, from heaven yeah. satisfaction. I got, these, I got these open mics I gotta go to. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm too busy. I can't read this fucking thing you typed out on a typewriter for like psoriasis. I don't know. Oh no. Okay. I thought was that a Matt Bird reference? Yeah, uh well yeah, and I think I saw you do some tweets about it too, right? psoriasis no did i not did i just make that up that you had a skin disease that's i mean the most, that's I the mean, most offensive ginger, thing so. ever <laughs> yeah one could well, argue apparently I, I did start that rumor <laughs> yeah i'm deflecting because it was a matt bird reference i'm sorry but 
<laughs> I didn't want to get okay. I didn't want to get uh, owned for you know I don't know. That's okay. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, okay. But uh, yes. Um. But I. But yeah. I was about to send my. You know. I spit into the tube. I did like the whole thing, and I sealed it up. And I was about to send it off, and something in me was like, I feel really weird just like sending my spit and like explicit dna to some like private company it just right. felt the whole well, thing just felt really weird if you threw in your panties you'd get a 100 bucks in japan oh no is that a thing you didn't oh you've heard about the vending machines they have at train stations in japan what they sell they have like used panties with a vial of spit and a picture of the girl that it came from oh my god according to rumor According to rumor, oh, what a, what, Mark Friedman told me that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, this just keeps getting less and less legitimate. I know. Yeah. All right. Moral of the story being, none of us give a shit Google about DNA tests. Yeah. Apparently, it is. So, therefore, that, that no hypocrisy is so funny of our own hypocrisy, where you're like, I care about my privacy. I'll just send this spit to somebody, to some mm-hmm. stranger, and I'm paying them to do it. That's yes. like the folks who are like, I guess we we'll maybe we we'll, um, might be jumping ahead a little bit, but like everyone's okay. just like, ah, I don't want to get the microchip adding me because then they're going to track me and they like tweet that from their cell phone. Right, 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 like, right. Exactly. Nothing's tracking you more than that cell phone. It, exactly. <laughs> so, it's like, motherfucker, your life is gone. You have yeah. nothing. Nothing is yours. I posted a picture in front of my house today of like my trash cans because I was like wondering if they were going to take this ridiculous. And I put my address in it and it, you could see not my full address, but you could see the numbers on my house. And I didn't for one second be like, ah, that's a big deal. Because I was like, ah, if somebody wanted to want, I'm sure you could find this. You could find yeah. out where I live. That's not absolutely. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's ridiculous. And and not to mention, you think about the fact that these technology companies are so like light years ahead of any sort of legislation. And like, I don't want to be ageist, but quite honestly, like the old fucks that have no idea how any of that works. Yeah. So they're just like oh. running. They're just running with all of our data and information. And there's oh yeah. Nothing we can do about it. Yeah. We're like. Your life is not yours. There's Just, yeah. nothing funnier than was, when they have one of those congressional hearings or they'll pull in some tech guru to talk yeah. to the old ass fucking senators. And they're like, so how does the rinky dink work on the bing? Yeah. The Zuckerberg on a booster seat. That that infamous <laughs> oh, hearing. Oh, man. It's, I wonder what's going to like. I wonder what will be the things that get us. Because it's only a matter of time before we're. Oh, we'll get TikTok. infiltrated. It's TikTok. it's TikTok. Yeah. I don't fucking. I don't what? Get it. I mean, I get it, I guess, but like, I'm not on yeah. it. Yeah, I am. It's, it's pretty funny. I I was a late adapter. Pretty pretty funny. It's like a it's You're a minor. I'm on the talk, man, and I get more views there than anywhere else. That's what it seems like. Yeah, I'm, yeah. my mind is blown by the like funny ass young people that are on there it's too. Dumb. You know what it is? Is it's Vine? Like it, yeah. like it really brings out a lot of funny, really creative people. So it's yeah. it's pretty funny. So. Yeah, uh, but you know, they, they're stealing your data, but so is everything else. That was one of the funny things where people are like, oh, it's not safe. Cause remember there was all the data breach and stuff. People are worried about that. I was like, yo, you're on Facebook. Facebook it, has been proven to be sketchy. <laughs> exactly. Not to mention you're like, mm, don't take my data and my privacy. Here's everything I've ever <laughs> yeah. consumed yeah. in my whole life. And yeah. uh, I'm going to treat this. <laughs> I want more of that Jordan character right there. <laughs> mm, <don't> t- <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> I don't know what it was exactly, but I was a big fan. Yeah, that was pretentious woman who stays in basement all day online. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably fair. on opiates. Yes. All right, everyone. Uh, we are going to uh, close up our warm up topic there, which we all were in consensus on, apparently, which happens. And honestly, I think that's a good thing. We should see that as a win on this podcast. But our next segment is usually the I Disagree Mail segment where listeners, regardless of whether or not you're a patron, you can tweet at us at the I Disagree Pod or you can hit us up via email, the I Disagree Podcast at gmail.com with your issues with anything that Steve and I have said. Mostly it's Steve. If you want to disagree with us, do that. Uh, but this week, everybody very agreeable. They didn't have any issues with us. So with that, we're going to get right into our last segment, the main event. All right, everybody. We've already talked COVID, but our main event, we're diving deeper. This week, we're switching it up. For the main event, Steve and I have come prepared with a little baby opening argument unresearched. We swear to you, we will never research. We will remain (laughs) very devoted to ignorance. No one is going to research any of their opinions. But we will start off this main event with opening arguments. And I'm I'm very excited to see uh, how this goes. But today's topic for the main event is this. Should the COVID-19 vaccine that is inevitably going to come out in the next few months be mandated? Should everybody that exists in this country have to take the COVID-19 vaccine? That is the question. Hmm. Yes. (laughs) Hmm. I hope that wasn't a surprise to you. Because you're, you're supposed to have a prayer well, this statement. Is, this is going to give me something to think about. Oh, great. All right. It's um, not a surprise to me because Jordan texted me three minutes before the podcast started. <laughs> I know. I told him to. I was like, I'll give you plenty of notice. I'll, I'll send you the topic. You can uh, think about things. And uh, you know, you know how that goes. But equally as unprepared as Dustin is, I am as well. And with that, I will state my opinion. Okay, <laughs> this is this is this is me, Jordan Coburn. This is my stance on this topic. All right, I say I say this, Steve and hmm. Dustin, uh, a presumably neutral listener. Uh, okay, <laughs> I believe that when the the COVID nineteen vaccine comes out, after going through the appropriate protocols of trials and approval by the FDA and whatever agencies exist to make it safe, it should be mandated that any person who wishes to enter a space that is shared with a significant amount of people, obviously that'll be determined by legislation and debate, uh, should be required to show proof of having been vaccinated. There's a well-established precedent in this country that certain diseases' existence are too detrimental to a population to allow anything other than an aggressive herd immunity approach that involves coerced vaccination. I say coerced because I don't run from the fact that this is basically a policy position of get vaccinated or else. In general, I think this is something to be wary of, coercion by the government. However, more so than the government, we should be wary of fucking idiots who refuse to not take the vaccine. I disagree. (laughs) You disagree. All right. Perfect. Expected. What say you, Steve? Counter opening argument. Forced vaccinations, you say? That's how they get you. <laughs> what, I, what? Look, what I'm what I'm about to say is going to sound like I'm I'm against getting the vaccine, but I'm not. 
I think it's more than likely, more likely than not, that the COVID vaccine will cause less public health problems than actual COVID will. Unlike Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, I trust that the FDA will not knowingly release an unsafe vaccine onto the marketplace. Unlike Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, I am not a conspiracy theorist. But what if I'm wrong? What if Kamala Harris is right all along and the vaccine is an evil plot coordinated by the Trump campaign and Big Pharma to make us all Russians? We can't put all our eggs in one basket <laughs> like that. Half of the public will already take the vaccine, no questions asked. Let them go first. If they don't get COVID or suddenly get amazing at chess, then we're good. <laughs> My God, Steve. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, chess, the politically correct trains. Oh my gosh. Wow. That was a very subtle autism joke. Almost yes, more offensive. I feel like it would have been more no, offensive no, no. To say if they got autistic. And it's more offensive to be like, you know, autistic people are good at chess. Like, no, what? no, the bit is Russians are good at chess. Oh, oh no, we both like we both that. misunderstood that. <laughs> but you know what's funny is your way works even better. Yeah, I like yeah, your I interpretation of the bit better than mine. That actually might, I guess, that kind of was a self-own for me and Jordan <laughs> that we assumed <laughs> we didn't God, assume God, Russians, we assumed autistic. People. I hate when that happens. That was embarrassing. Oh my God. All right. I have to recalibrate my whole response now. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's the thing. There's our opening arguments. Dustin, what say you just from the jump? What was the, the, the Kamala Harris references? What has she said about the FDA? And I think I've missed that story. Did you Great said question. that she that was during the vice presidential debates with, right. uh, with her and Pence when they asked her about the vaccine. And she was like, well, I don't know if I would trust any vaccine that Trump puts out as if she mm -hmm. doesn't understand the way the, the approval process for vaccines yeah. work. Trump is not Donald the Trump is, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it just it, it totally just got ignored. It got swept under the rug. Nobody made a big deal about her saying that. And it's just like it's crazy. What an irresponsible yeah. thing to say. Yeah. I disagree with you that putting is. that into your opening argument, though, because it has nothing to do with her actually believing that a vaccine on its own produced by the medical community would not be safe to consume or have violently injected into your arm <laughs> or wherever they put it. I prefer it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As long as we get a sticker, I'm in. Yeah. I'll you know? Well a little little shot as long as my little dad takes me out to mcdonald's afterwards i'm in that's what i want after a shot it's all that's about actually, the <laughs> even it's better the bring it I in through the mcdonald's i want the mcdonald's to be the vaccine just mix it up into a shamrock shake we'll all take it <laughs> <laughs> that is that is how trump would administer it <laughs> yeah that is the very best trump picture is him holding out in front of the mcdonald's He's so funny. Oh my god. He just squirts uh, syringes into shamrock uh, shakes. Yeah. It's funnier oh that god. I'm glad we said shamrock shake instead of McRib. It's funnier. It's funnier. It's so we much took... funnier. Also, correct timeline wise when you yes, think about exactly. it. It's gonna be out right around. Yeah. 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 Wait, I, what I, are y'all talking about? Yeah. Wait, we're making a joke. Keep up, about... Steve. I know. Come on. Come on. Yeah, where's shamrocks into this? What's McDonald's, Steve, uh, the shamrock shake. 
Oh, I don't support corp. I don't support corporate restaurants. (laughs) Kamala herself said, "Like you shouldn't listen to anything that she says during debates, right?" Yeah. Which late night? What was she on? Because she got. Well, I think it was Colbert. Colbert was like, "Hey, remember when you said uh, your roommate was the rapist?" Exactly, and you're like, "It was a debate." Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine if I said that about one of you? Like just in person. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that one time that I called Jordan a pedophile. You know? It was a debate. You're like, oh my gosh, you can't yeah. just throw that around. Right. On national television, something that prompted individual inquiry by millions of Americans. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mayor Mayor Pete was right about that, though, when he went on Fox and was like, you can do this to anybody. You can do this. He called it a parlor trick. You can do this to any politician ever where you're like, they said this here and then they said this here, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. The whole thing. It's all fucking farce. It's ridiculous. They're all so Um, fucking stupid. That's where I see. I see. This is where I go on every political argument that you're like, uh, I'm like, let's just talk about how dumb they are. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but so Will you take the vaccine, Dustin? Not at first. I'm not going to be the like, you know, I, That's I, Jordan's, what I'm saying. no, 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 Jordan. I'm agreeing with Jordan. Jordan said everything right. You were you were being sillies. You were telling the ha-has. Jordan was. <laughs> Jordan was very eloquent. I know I've sided with Jordan a few times here, uh, but she was very eloquent in her answer. Like, you know, after all the proper, you know, tests and trials and you cannot take it, but like, you can't not take it and then go mix, you know, like, yes. like you got to get a tetanus shot to go to public school. Like, yes, that's, right. that's, that's, that's all there is to it, you know? Exactly. And, and we have had things, what was it like? Uh, polio made a return, like in like yeah. certain little rich communities in Beverly Hills. Yes, <laughs> Pol- oh my polio god. retro retro polio made a little comeback. You oh know? my god, that's so funny! It's gonna be how. What is up with rich people throughout history and having like physically detrimental attributes being associated with good things? Like if you were grotesquely overweight, it was yeah. like. Yeah, that person's fucking chilling, dude. They're yeah, man, that person's got yeah. money. Yeah, 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 loaded. Eat whatever yeah. they want. Their heart's now, gonna kill them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> now it's gonna yeah. be like polio rich kids. Like, oh man, look at them and their access to real knowledge. Yeah. Look at that kid <laughs> over there with measles. He's loaded. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> I completely, completely agree with my own statement that it is, it is so so normal for you to be expected to take a certain vaccine to interact with the world you just have herd immunity is only something that can be achieved when a certain percentage of the population takes it if people are allowed to just opt out of the vaccine the whole thing is fucking pointless like all like basically pointless why the people if, if that doesn't mean you and i can't take the vaccine then we're safe yeah, took it, the vaccine. It, it, it only if you don't take the vaccine theoretically, right? It only affects the people who didn't take it. Yes, but even though the vaccine's not going to be a hundred percent, you know. Well, I'm but obviously it'll be, it'll be high enough. I mean, high yeah. enough. Yeah, I'm obviously not a scientist. I'm wearing a beanie and a comedy store T-shirt and sparkly green nail polish. But I will say that I feel like I just—it's just a feeling I get that scientifically. 
if only a certain if you don't have the threshold met for herd immunity which i think it's very high right it's like around 90 percent. it's like a really high percentage of the population needs to be either infected or dosed with a vaccine that mimics an infection if you don't do that then the vaccine it's uh then the virus itself has a higher ability to adapt basically and to mutate into something that can't be cured with the current solutions that we have via vaccine or whatever like medicines basically so it becomes like more resistant if you don't just squash it by getting that herd immunity that's like i think that's largely the point of having a vaccine is you eliminate the chance for the virus to mutate and to overcome whatever science it's like presently being attacked with. Hmm. Steve, I, it sounds like you are more like, like it, I, what I've, I'm very sympathetic to a government overreach. Like if that's what like that, cause I big, big, not a uh, big anti fan, big hater of the government, not, <laughs> a, not a fan. I like the thing to the, but I don't like the overreach. And so, I feel like people are actually uh, the anti-vaxxers or the anti-COVID vaccine. It's actually, I'm very empathetic to what they're saying because what they're responding to is the sentiment, which is like, you can't tell me that I got to right. put something in me like that's exactly. And that's like, I totally get where you're coming from there. I mean, I think it's, I disagree, uh, you know, to name the podcast. Oh, I, I think we should take the vaccine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you're sympathetic to the argument that says like, Hey man, you can't make me do that, you right. know. Yeah, exactly. I, but we do. But socially, to Jordan's point, we do. We absolutely say like, "That's fine. You don't have to take it, but you don't get to go to school. You don't get to go to. You don't get to travel. You can't like get in, go to airports, you know, because you're potentially dangerous in that scenario. Or you're, it, or or is it, or, or is it like the seatbelt law where it's self protective? Of they're saying like it's dangerous for you if you don't have the vaccine to go. Because if I don't get a tetanus shot. That just means I can't touch a rusty nail, right. you know, that doesn't, right. that doesn't affect anybody else except me. This is in my special. I'm sorry, but this is why I hate the seatbelt law, right? Like this is because it's not, a. I should be able to drive without a seatbelt because that's the government trying to protect me, but I can protect myself. Like that's mm -hmm. my choice. Me wearing a seatbelt doesn't affect anybody else except me. I drunk driving that affects other people. Yeah, but it's but you know is it is like do you think it's an overreach because it's the government saying we're going to make you protect yourself or is it more dangerous for other people for you not to have the vaccine? Yeah, I mean it's that's the that's the difference between the seatbelt law because COVID is contagious, so presumably you are putting other people at risk because you can spread right. it to them. But the only people you're putting at risk would be other people who chose not to take the vaccine, or maybe so, haven't gotten it yet. Like so maybe. Because, you know, the rich will get it first, uh, you know, like the frontline workers will get it. Yeah. And then like Joe, Joe Rogan's whole portable testing unit he has, like, set outside of his studio. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I Sorry think it's, kind, I think it's no, kind of no, a no. Moot point anyway, because I think when the vaccine comes out, I think most people are going to take it. I think so, too. I think the majority of people are going to go take it because they'll go um because like right like the extremes are the 10 percent, right but mm -hmm. the majority of people are in the 80 percent uh and the extremes are over here and uh and the majority of people are like what i can i can get back to my normal life yeah put whatever i don't care just do yeah. give me six simultaneously i don't care yeah. like, just let me let me not wear a mask in sprouts anymore you know yes. right. <laughs> like <laughs> This is a very controversial opinion, I imagine, that I have, but, like, 
It's a lot in of imagining re- in this segment from you. I like it. <laughs> I imagine. Yes, yes. In regards to like having fears about what a potentially like underdeveloped vaccine would do to you, you know, something that got produced on a rush timeline. There's that's just a certain risk. Like, yeah, maybe when we get older, we're going to have like lower levels of calcium than other people before us that didn't have the vaccine or something. Maybe maybe that's going to happen. I don't fucking know. All I know is that there's no amount of time that I personally, as Jordan Coburn, who studied political fucking science, could like endure that would make me more knowledgeable of when it is okay to take it and when it's like a stupid decision for your own medical health. I'll just never... And maybe that's a defeatist attitude. I'll never know. I didn't go to school to do it. People are smarter than me. They've studied it way longer. And if I get older, and like I said, there's some weird side effect from it, I guess if it meant that we got to eventually get to a place that was, like, not this hell, then I'm willing to take it. And I'll just, like, chalk that up to a loss that people for like so many years before us have had to endure with other things whether it be pesticides or like all these other things this is in the spirit of getting us to a better place i trust scientists i'm gonna fucking take it and everyone should have to take it i think otherwise we're gonna be stuck we're just gonna be so fucking stuck for so long is there anything else that you would like to force the American people to do? <laughs> yes. Actually, Both as you get the shot, you have to, in order to get the shot, you have to trade in a gun for it. A gun for a shot. And it's I'm going to get so many shots. Only automatic. Only AR-17s and above. Like, yeah. you know, that's like... We, <laughs> That's that. I think that's how like that's like how the NRA would like to pitch it. Like that, you just have to walk in a line and hand <laughs> over your. Put a shot in your, like we don't all get flu shots at CVS. Oh my god! No, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go pick up a. You know, I'm, I need some toilet paper and uh, you know, uh, some vitamins. Oh, I'll get my flu shot while I'm here. Like, ah, you're overstepping. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so true. They will say shit like that. I have a couple uncles that are very 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 like super super you know individual liberties don't they've got like don't tread on me flags and shit and it was my sister's birthday a few days ago and we went to this place in the mountains that allowed people to go inside with masks and we send a picture to the family group text that it's just a bunch of people desperately trying to even maintain some semblance of a connection you know (laughs) yeah yeah and uh and we send this picture and both of my uncles, they reply with this this long-ass text message that's like, Happy birthday, Jackie. So sad to see you all conforming to the government's ridiculous request to wear masks. And they just go on this crazy fucking thing. And it's like, it's going to be that times a million with a vaccine, something you actually have to inject inside of you. But my reaction is still the same. It's just like, I want to participate in society. To participate in society, I can't go out there with the potential to infect other people. That's a reasonable thing. How That's many like protests have you been to? Uh the Black Lives Matter protests? Any any in the past six months. Like five or six. Why doesn't that count? Count for what? For me infecting people? Yes. It does. It does count. Okay. Well, that's that a yeah. very honest response, Jordan. I love yeah, that. Fair enough. Yeah. I got nothing for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah, yeah. 
it's very easy to be uh, sanctimonious if you <laughs> there's a loophole you see yeah. you be honest and then you get to be even more self-righteous that's in your honesty <laughs> yeah. yes but but no like i mean that's that's a fair yeah that's fair i mean at that like yeah i have nothing to say other than at the time when everything was happening which it should still be happening because like nothing has changed policy wise really that's addressed that issue it, it's like it was horrifying it was yeah fuck 2020 dude fuck what a mind fuck i well, don't even have anything intelligible to say it's just been so- yourself down there that was great <laughs> i know that was just- really like we didn't even say anything and uh-uh. you just kind of like spiraled yourself that's yeah. great Happy to see it. It made me feel yeah. better about my own little spirals. <laughs> yeah, I think it changed. I think it changed a little bit from bad cops to go. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't do this. I think that's what it's changed because there has been no policy. But I think uh, culture change is pretty significant. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I also but- don't. I don't like a policy that goes around and encourages people to be anti-cop. You know, like just for those individuals' sake. So, uh, you know. Then we're not here to talk about the police. <laughs> but, that's another episode. But will police get the vaccine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I guess like, I think they'd just, have to, wouldn't they? Would, they would they be considered yeah. frontline workers? Yeah, yeah. 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 You see, on- this is why Jordan, come join me over here. The reason that I can't get too worked up about what someone does or doesn't do is I don't believe in free will. So I don't. Judge <laughs> you just live a blameless life. I love I it. I do. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if you had free will, you definitely wouldn't have come on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. This, I was trapped into this. <laughs> With that of- gun that, yeah. that, <laughs> that I that I believe everyone should have taken from them. Yes. <laughs> but I will use it. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, if I could make sketches and that just to troll like the NRA, that would be so funny. Yes. Just like a gun for a shot. These are you no more shots. These are your yes. only ones. Yes. It's like all those like oh, people are so dramatic oh, about the shot. Yeah, they're so fucking dramatic. They truly do believe that it it is like it is my my the way that my uncles talk about this concept of being required. I mean, we're talking about, you know, like a vaccine. That's a way more extreme version of the mask conversation. Oh, very and, much so, yeah. Yeah. And they they really they they seriously believe they were like quoting literary geniuses and stuff in their arguments about like yeah holding your freedom sacred and not letting anybody take it from you and and like in the state of nature and all of this shit and it's like dude do you realize you're doing all of this theatrics like sometimes you just have to do shit you don't want to do like sometimes i like i like pee and i'm like i don't really feel like flushing it but i do because because you're wasteful you're wasteful yeah yeah, that's just that was the worst example I could have possibly thought of. But it's yellow. It. Let it, it just, mellow. Yeah, no, I actually know. had someone, a conservative friend, and I debating about this. He's like, "Well, imagine if they took the thing that was most important." He was talking about guns, the thing most important for you. Imagine if all this took the most important thing away from you. Go, it's taken stand-up comedy. It has yeah. taken the most important thing in the world yeah you know like which is my livelihood and the thing that i love and care the most about so i understand where they're coming from but it's not like i don't know i feel like the a helpful a more helpful posture during this is like hey man this has been real bad for all of us 
uh, how do we just kind of get out of it together? And if right. that's like, hey, this is, uh, you know, we it's so funny you people like nobody's like blatantly anti-science. They would never say that, you know, but if like you peel back like the ways they're like, do you take vitamins? Because, you know, the same people that came up with vitamins came up with this, you know, <laughs> like, but it didn't. The, the Trump stuff didn't help, obviously, because, you know, it came out like. Uh, him and Fauci having their little, like, they look like an unhappy married couple every oh for an hour every day, just giving each other the cold shoulder and saying passive aggressive things about each other. Oh, I was my like, God. you guys are about to get divorced. I know. Yeah. <laughs> or, or have really good sex, either one. Yeah, yeah. You guys are staying together for the kids right now, is what you're doing. <laughs> yes. It's, it's fucking insane. But, Steve, I'm curious to hear, and Dustin, like, depending on what your opinion is, I can predict Steve's. But <laughs> I like that I'm more unpredictable. I mean, obviously, I'm not a podcast on here, but yeah, no, Dust is more of a wild card for sure. But but I I I do wonder, like, is it what is the difference between mandating a vaccine and mandating masks? How do you feel the same about those two things? If if they were like, if yeah. you step outside, you need to wear a mask. If you don't, you'll get fined. For example, no, I I think uh, I think people should wear masks. I don't think the government can make you wear a mask. And I think if you run a store or a restaurant, you can absolutely tell people they can't come inside your business unless they wear a mask. Sure. But I mean, walking around on the street, what are we going to have? We're going to have the police going up and ticketing people because they don't have a mask walking through the park. Get out of here. Like, okay, first of but- all, how would they even enforce that? Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, the same way they enforce fucking parking tickets. Get some person to do a useless job that everyone hates you for. <laughs> That's all you fucking... It could very easily be a thing that they do. But I, I do wonder, like, what is what is the... What's the real difference there? It seems like with a mask, if they mandate a mask, you wear it and you understand that... Okay, here... This is a bad transition. Murder. There's a rule that says you can't murder, right? But it's the same basis of an argument for saying, hey, I but I want to murder versus, hey, but I want to not wear a mask. Like, what's the real difference between those two things aside from existentially? Aside from what is murder? Yes. No, but that's but that's <laughs> that's my exact point. Like Saying you need to wear a mask and saying you can't murder, if we're just looking at it from a standpoint of the government telling you that you can or can't do something, if your issue is just with the government saying you can or can't do something and they're limiting your free will, then you should equally have an issue with saying that you can't murder. But you don't because you have an inherent moral compass that tells you, no, but murder is like actually wrong. But then when you switch it over to potentially infecting somebody, there's this disconnect. It's not like murder is a bad thing. It's more like texting and driving. Like Mm. we made we made a rule on texting and driving because we said like this is a selfish decision that could potentially harm other people. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's why we enforce this is because it isn't just about you and your rights, like your right to text and drive. Because remember when you were you used to be allowed to text and drive, there was no rules against it. And then everyone kept crashing their cars, killing pedestrians and other people. I know I know I'm the young, uh, the oldest of this group. But when you first started texting, we used to text and drive all the time. No big deal. You know, like it wasn't there because it, it was, was a new thing. It was encouraged. They actually, yeah, we were texting police officers as we were out. We we're just like, hey, just want to let you know, 
uh, that there's someone not wearing a mask over here. I know. Yeah. I, uh, I know. I shouldn't be texting you. I've had a little bit to drink. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it was the nature of the mask that it 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 because I think if it would have gone in the reverse order, like a vaccine would have come before, everyone would be like, "Yeah, no big deal. I'll go take the vaccine." You'd have your extremes, but because there's precedent for vaccines, there was no precedent for masks. Nobody wore masks. There's always a couple weirdos in the airport. And the mask was so, I mean, it's, it's why they, you know, the extreme example of people calling it muzzling, but it is intrusive and you forget it. And you don't like wearing it. It's inconvenient. You and if you glasses. wear, if you wear glasses, it's a nightmare, oh, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, and so it feels there was, we never had anything like that before, you know, yeah. but if there would have been a quick vaccine, everyone would be like, what's that? Boom. We're good. You know? Yeah. Uh, but That's I, a great I, point. I do agree with you that there is like a, uh, it's just, uh, as soon as, as soon as people started questioning the, uh, the numbers and the science behind it, it was over. As soon as like, well, that's not true. You know, it's like the, yeah. the death of knowledge, you know, like, yes. you can question anything. Yes. I appreciate well, you calling me. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Well, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, I appreciate you calling me out on like the murder example versus the texting and driving example. That's like a very important distinction because one is like an act that absolutely 100% time <laughs> results in someone dying. Yeah. And the other, it's not so much the case. But um, I'm a liberal, and as such, I need to use overextended examples. <laughs> both sides do that. That's not true. That's both sides. <laughs> That's well, why, you know, I'm, you're muzzling me like a dog. No, <laughs> I'm asking you to put on a thin piece of cotton over your face. I'm asking yes. you to do the bare minimum here. You know? Yeah, I well, love that it's like the most burly men that are just bitching about the most like pussy napkin thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, Trump came like out. To, I mean, that was Trump's thing. He like he thought it was like effeminate. He didn't like he didn't like covering up his face, and, and he had like, such a good mask too. He had the best. He did, mask. yeah, he did. Yeah, that, he that did. vice, that presidential seal in the, the corner. Seal, that, yeah, I know. Look dope. Where that? Look good. Good. I'd like to retract my use of the word pussy. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I checked myself. It was not uh, necessary. And <laughs> uh, Jordan, you're my favorite kind of liberal, which is like, I know this is ridiculous. <laughs> I feel that way sometimes too, as like a as a, a progressive or a centrist type. Every time they introduce like something new, but I'm also like, I'm closer to 40 than I am 30, you know, like I'm getting there as far as age goes. Uh, so every time like the new thing comes out, like, Hey, we got to say this now, or we don't say this anymore. I like agree, but I go, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's just like, a, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Yes. It's just a God. little bit of sentiment there. I was like, this is a little ridiculous. I'm Dude, all for it. This is why comics are the best fucking people because they're self-aware. If people were just like self-aware about their shenanigans and bullshittery, yeah. then we'd be in such a better place. But instead, everybody else has to be like, oh, this is how I feel. And it was how I'm going to feel until I fucking die. Yeah. And then it's like, it's all right. Kind of, yeah. And also my opinion is slightly formed by like my household. I know I'm totally off topic, but I have a... In my house, I have a, you know, my 70 year old dad lives with us and a 13 year old son. And those are the two least woke people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, even that they're progressive. I've been trying to, like, I was, I told Melissa, I said, like, uh, um, my dad, who is one of the best humans I know, um, my dad would like, but he's a 70 year old man. 
he was born in 1951. Like you can only, ex- like my dad would do, this is the joke that I've been coming up with. It's like, my dad would like go to a Black Lives Matter rally to show support, but he would go in blackface. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, but not see what was wrong with that. Right. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm with you. I'm with you guys. He was like, oh, like Billy Crystal did it. Like Billy Crystal's <laughs> You know, but the point of the joke is obviously things change. Like in yes. like in his era, like that was a thing that was done all the time. And it was yes. like like Billy Crystal did it next to Sammy Davis Jr. You know, like it was in uh but you know, the point being, uh, uh we don't have free will. I think that's the point. I don't know. <laughs> that's gonna be the title of the episode now. No just... free will. <laughs> By the way, my for the record, my dad never done blackface. I'm trying to use hyperbole to make a joke. Of course, no, of course. I love that you have to say that because society is so horrible. You're fucking. They're gonna like dox. Try and cancel my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, "Where's Mr. Nickerson?" Yeah. The great know. thing about being my dad or just being old is like you would get canceled and never know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's freedom. That's like the complete. Like you get canceled. I don't even oh know. I would God, never that's know. So funny. That's <laughs> Unless so I get funny. a letter from AARP, I won't know. Dude, that's so true. Unless you like Bill Cosby and you get sent to jail. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're never gonna. You're really never gonna know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that counts as being canceled. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 Incarcerated. <laughs> yeah. That's where. That's where shackled. That's a different, oh my. That's I a think, very funny like premise of just in general of like. You know, like you really, yeah. Cosby didn't get canceled. He's in jail for life. Yeah, you know, yeah. like his life yeah. is literally over. <laughs> like actually, <Yeah. laughs> actually over. Yeah, Obviously, Kevin Hart got canceled yeah, for a little over. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like no, Bill Cosby's life is fucking over. Yeah, yeah. not it's it's uh you know as a clean comic, it was a it was a hard one to see that go. <laughs> Because you would always be like, no, man. He must have been your man. Yeah, he must have been your man. I mean, Bill Cosby, never my favorite comic. I, the, yeah. the sitting down, a little much for me. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, but like if we lost like Brian Regan or Gaffigan, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> We're out, yeah, you know? Fuck. I know, dude. That's so true. But apparently always- Gaffigan's the woke warrior now, so. Yes. All right. Well, I, uh, you know, don't think we solved anything as goes to <laughs> all of our podcasts here. But... I think we can all agree when we all are ready and the vaccine is safe, we're going to take it and we implore people to uh, do so and make an educated decision that includes understanding you're not smarter than scientists. Do we all? I feel like we can agree on that. Yeah, you're, you're a free American. Do what you think is best. That's entirely antithetical to what I just said. <laughs> God. I want to thank Dustin Nickerson for joining us tonight. <laughs> yes. Happy to um, be here. Everybody, Dustin is the actual best. Um, he is seriously so funny. Please, please, please check out his special. Um, Dustin, can you just tell them exactly how they can find you? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, the special is called Overwhelmed. It's on uh, Amazon or Gumroad, or you can just go to my website and Link you from there, uh, DustinNickerson.com. It's available to rent or purchase. It's out there. And some people are like, why is it not free? Because uh, I haven't really worked since March. So, you know, chime in a little. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can you can chip in a little bit. I, the $4.99 won't set you too back, uh, back no. too much. 
make a night of it. Make like a date night with your household. You yeah, yeah. Make some. Popcorn. Yeah, it is clean. You can watch it with your kids. Uh, there's one joke that they won't get, uh, you know, the <laughs> Pixar joke. Uh, but even better, uh, go watch it on different devices and I'll pay. Um, that's yes. even better for me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's so true. Share it. Send it to your friends and family. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Dustin is hilarious. And you can Thank also you. check him out. Of course. Thank you so much for being on. And what can where can they find your podcast? Uh, wherever they're listening to yours. Unless you're on iHeartRadio. Have you guys gone on iHeartRadio? It's hard to nope. get on. It's a real nope. pain. Uh, all the... <laughs> All the other ones. It's called Don't Make Me Come Back There. It's a funny podcast about family. We talk to people about their family stuff. So uh, every other one of evening, What's that? Right? You host that with Steven. Uh, right? uh, Steven, uh, yeah. And uh, my wife is like a big part of it now because quarantine. Uh, so uh, yeah, my, uh, Steven, who's the actual funniest. Um, he's a <sighs> mediocre stand-up, but he's so good on the podcast. <laughs> I love that very, very terrific. Just a little, a little dig, a little. No, I love Stephen so much. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's I, been I, almost, I almost, I almost did a Stephen joke because I love him so much. He's got one of my favorite jokes. So, dude, he is so fucking funny. He is definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna. He's funnier in person, but yes. he is like, but he's hilarious in person. Yeah, he's, he's really, so really funny. funny. He makes me cry laugh all the time. Oh so. my god, he's so I usually funny. leave the I, honestly to stand up I generally leave the room so I couldn't speak to it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I don't know why this turned into making fun of our friend Steven, <laughs> who's so kind and the best. <laughs> yes. And also his stand up is not bad. I'm just saying. It's, it's, no, his stand up is very funny. That's what I was going to tell yeah. you. He has the joke where he goes, I'm half black and I'm half Jewish, right? Which means I'm circumcised, but it's a fade. So that's funny. a great joke. That's a so wonderful funny. joke. He tells it, it every set because he doesn't have a lot of time, but he. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making fun of Steven. <laughs> I haven't had the outlet. I haven't had the outlet. These, I know. these jokes are for nobody. Dude, that's so true. Comics aren't allowed to sit around in a circle and roast each other, so we're just unleashing yeah. it on our significant others, <laughs> nearest family members. Everyone's getting fucking fired at. Oh. It's, no one I've is been safe. Roasting my cats, just roasting them, <laughs> just getting them, just yes. getting them. <laughs> so, yes. Dustin, Dustin, do you have any uh, social media you want to plug to? Uh, yeah, I'm on all the socials. Just my name, Dustin Nickerson. Uh, you can find me on any of them. Uh, if you type in that name, it's 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 gonna be there for you. Good SEO, everybody. Yeah, Dustin Nickerson. Good SEO. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. Seriously, if you are feeling in the mood to support an artist that deserves it and works hard and is good at their craft, Dustin is that person. So everybody, please check him out. Dustin, thank you so much for being on with us today on I Disagree. Thank I you, you for having me. I thought you were going to tell him to contribute to our Patreon, but yeah, help Dustin out too. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a good Listen, guy. They don't, they're not even making a choice whether or not they will. So it's yeah, not no. up to them. <laughs> That's true. We're also broke. Um, if you, I, I don't know if you're actually broke. You seem like you have albums hung on your wall. I feel like that's usually the sign I don't think of they're his. that's doing that's doing okay. Those are his gold records. Okay. Yeah. This is a Steve Martin uh, thing from Goodwill. Uh, you know, you know, when you go to uh, Comic Con and you get the backpack, uh, oh, yes. this is cut off the backpack, and I got to go through <laughs> for free with my job. Uh, all of this is used stuff. This actually is expensive. That was that was a, that's a nice that's a nice sub pop print. So uh, yes. we're not we're not desolate, but uh, I mean, you can't go too much longer without working. 
No, exactly. It doesn't matter what amount of you are making if you're not making it anymore. Yeah, if you're at if you're at zero, <laughs> that eventually runs out. So yes. you know, yes. buy a special, guys. So my yes, kids can afford the- private school. Yes, Siri. Yeah, you can be best friends with Newsom, yes. with the Newsom babies. We're moving to Sacramento, uh, baby. Yeah, I think uh, you will not be disappointed if you check him out. Everybody, please do that. And yes, if you could also do Steve and I this solid favor, everybody, if you could just tell a friend about the podcast, that would make huge difference. If you like it, tell them. You know, hey, they got these two two fools that sit here and talk about things in a in a funny way i'm gonna let you use your own words because i didn't write this out and are you from new york now hey (laughs) hey hey Hey. check out these two fools i'm telling you these two these two podcast you're gonna be you're gonna be happy um but seriously everybody is broke right now that are artists and you all if you have if you have anything this is this is panhandling virtually basically we need help everyone needs help and i hate to end this on such a desperate note but here we are um I have food. Yeah, I'm I okay. think I think Dustin I was going for more of the soft sell, you know. Yeah, no, I appreciate I this though. I'm just beating like... them over the head. <laughs> yeah, you have, uh, you know, you have better morale with uh, your audience than me, so I don't mind you doing it on my behalf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Um. No, but for real, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, big shout out to all of our patrons. We're gonna have a meet and greet this week. We added that as a Patreon perk. If you want to hang out with us online, we do that uh, twice a month, so you can go to patreon.com slash i disagree podcast and join that we would love to have you steve dustin um thank you for being who you are i appreciate you both as friends and oh geez yeah yeah i'm just glad dustin's right it's so good to to see your face dustin and just hang out with with a a comic again god yes That, that felt like a little bit of shade towards steve (laughs) why is every every comic named steven is just getting shit on this fucking episode yeah, all the fucking... oh my god that's so oh funny. we're coming for steven garza next they're all going down steve yes. Simone, they're out of here yes yes well dustin i hope that you're well and uh sending good vibes to the family and your whole life i hope thank to have you, you appreciate back. that totally Thanks, yeah we'll talk to you soon all right Thanks, guys appreciate this Thank you. you. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, guys.